It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Open at them. Fresh and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on, the coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. What's up, my nerds? Nerds! I work with a bunch of nerds. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. and shine nerds welcome to the back row morning show a part of the love thy nerd podcast network and the official exclusive morning show for ltn radio i'm radio matt i'm the station manager for ltn radio i'm a third generation radio dude and a lifelong nerd also i'm just like incredibly humble i'm probably the humblest person you've ever met and i'm mo the shorter yet louder and some might even say smarter and holier counterpart of the back row. I'm a wife, mom, and super fan of all things friends. <laughs> and also, I was once told by a leader in my home church that I was going to be a songwriter one day. Writer was right. Not so much a songwriter. <laughs> I mean, just got to rhyme, right? Yeah, I can't do it. We tried writing raps before? Mm. Mo raps. That's Mo, what we need. Mo raps. <laughs> Although, you know, yesterday we were talking about the name of our hypothetical boat. Yeah. And then as you were just showing me um the 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 new rapper that you found on YouTube, mm. his I don't know if it was Hyper Fenton, that's his name. I don't know if it was the name of his album or whatever, but it was called Mo Flow. Oh, no, no, no. MoFlo is, is another uh, artist, I guess. Not a, not a, not a, he, he creates beats. Okay. MoFlo music. I kind of felt like, oh, that should have been the name of my boat. <laughs> the MoFlo. MoFlo. I, for real. That actually is, sounds kind of inappropriate. Because <laughs> it's close to the, the other thing that rhymes with that. That's a shorthand cuss word insult. Oh, okay. I wonder if that guy gets that a lot. But boats flow. (laughs) That's true. They do. They float. They do. It'd be float. Mo float. Mo float. (laughs) Mo float. (laughs) Today on the show, knowing when to quit on social media. Ooh. We've also got a game, Tales of Florida Man, Five Random Facts, Things We Love, and more. But first, today is Wednesday, April 21st, 2021, and we've got some holidays to celebrate. That's right. Today is Administrative Professionals Day, also known as <laughs> Formerly known as Secretary's Day. Day. I, don't, I still don't understand. Confused. I don't understand why it's offensive. I don't... I, uh, I mean, honestly, that's the job title. Can I I've just, been one. Yeah. I called myself the church secretary. I think really what the issue is, and this just kind of cracks me up. Um, I think really what the issue is, is secretary is a term that has typically been um, I don't know, genderized, if you will, with maybe, yeah, you know, females, Um, but kind of like a stewardess. Yes. Yeah. And now it's a flight attendant. Right. So, yeah. Um, I think it personally, I think that it's along that kind of same vein. Administrative that makes more professional sense, yeah. sounds 
gender inclusive, However, if you will. Every time I've ever seen anybody like talking about it, <laughs> that just what happened? My <laughs> it was too much for me. Too much I, for your brain. I just couldn't. I couldn't anymore. <laughs> Can't get it out. Every time I've ever heard anybody complain about being called a secretary, though, it's always been like a woman. But this again, this is only on like TV or whatever. But it's always been like uh, I'm not a secretary. I'm an administrative professional. I'm. <laughs> Really? Does, does it matter? Are you doing secretarial duties? <laughs> anyway, celebrate them. That was me banging my head against the microphone. <laughs> Next day. Uh, it's also National Tea Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tea Day. I, you know, I used to, I used to have a pitcher of tea in my fridge any given moment, and. I got out of that habit. This is with my parents. My parents always had tea. Parents always had sweet tea in the fridge, and I drank that a lot as a kid. Yeah. Uh, I didn't drink a lot of, like, soda or milk or anything. Mm-hmm. I drank I drank, I drank straight sugar tea. I had I sweet tea. That was um, my drink of choice. And then as I grew up and moved out, uh, we switched over to Splenda, but still made sweet tea and had it all the time, and that's what I would drink all day, every day. And, uh... I don't know when that dropped off, but that used to be like a staple of my life. I want to say for 15 years or so. Yeah. Now it's like occasionally I'll get a diet uh, peak tea. Mm. That's about it. Very sad. It is sad. I prefer unsweet tea. Uh, Can you get out of the studio right now, please? (laughs) I also prefer... Mostly because if you get sweet tea from anywhere, it's always, always, always too sweet. Too sweet. That's true. I do like to sweeten my own tea to my taste. Um, But if I will get, really the only place that I get tea from, like cold tea, is um, something different, which is a restaurant. A local area chain. Um, And what I'll do is I get unsweet unsweetened tea with coconut and so the flavor of the coconut adds just enough sweetness to where it doesn't make it like the bitter unsweet tea okay okay okay. i can see that i can see that yep um and it's also national kindergarten day everything i learned wait everything i needed to learn i learned in kindergarten yeah that wouldn't be true for this year I feel like our whole kindergarten class of this year needs to do kindergarten again. <laughs> uh, I have a teacher, a junior high teacher, that actually wrote a book with that title. Everything I've, uh, everything I've needed in life, I learned in kindergarten. Really? I never read it, but oh. uh, he's a nice teacher. Okay. In fact, he was my. Uh, what was it? It was. Um, Public speaking, that's what it was. I had a public speaking class, and uh, my uh, my public speeches were were lackluster, and so he encouraged us to think outside the box and do some weird things, and so I did a weird thing that had me, like, running all over the, uh, the classroom, doing stunts and junk. Uh, I don't even remember what the what the speech was, but it was essentially, uh, essentially created a comedy routine up there. And he loved it so much that every year after that in junior high, he would bring me back during that assignment to his new classes 
and make me do it in front of them. Don't you love it when teachers do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really, honestly, I really do love it. It was, I mean, I, it's where I, I kind of learned to love performing for people. Right. And he obviously saw something mm-hmm. within you that you excelled at, that you were good at, and just kind of reaffirmed that. Mm-hmm. And uh, then in ninth grade, he was my, my uh, theater teacher, and he had been writing the plays creating this story of this class that kind of travels through time. And every year it's like a different chapter of this story. Okay. And uh, when it was my year, we traveled back to, I think, the 50s or something. And um, part of the story wound up uh, making canon that I made out with my grandma. Nice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. There you go. It's actually quite funny. Sounds a bit back to the futurist. We, yeah, I but... mean, that's exactly how it was. It's like, uh, like, wait, what's your last name? <laughs> like, oh, gosh. <laughs> Smacking my tongue, getting it all off, all the germs off. That's my grandmother, guys. It's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, and then we did, that prob- I... we did that problematic Grease song, too. I wish... Smartphones. Uh, okay. I wish and yet am so thankful that they weren't. <laughs> but I do wish that smartphones were more of a thing <laughs> back then. Yeah. There's so many things that I wish I had video of. Right. You could watch again. Yeah. We talk about that a lot, actually. Yeah. We say that all the time. Then there's a whole heck of a lot of things that I'm so thankful there was no video of. No record. Nope. <laughs> I did what you lie. Prove it. Prove it. <laughs> All right. It's game day Wednesday, and today we are going to going to go back to one of our favorites. At least oh. one of my favorites. I don't know if it's one of your favorites. Let's get let's it's five second guess. Would you consider that one of your favorites? Is that when we have a category and we have to give three? Three things. Yeah, that's, rapid one, fire of my, over that's one of my favorites. It's pretty fun. And it's produced quite a few funny uh, funny moments. Like that time when I, when I was the owner of a radio station and couldn't think of three male vocalists. You remember yeah, that? Yeah, I remember that. Did I say Ricky Martin? And that yes, was the only was person it. I came up with? That was the only person you could think of. <laughs> Uh, so do you want to guess first, or do you want me to? Uh, it don't matter. Okay, I'll, I'll let you do it then. All right. Are you ready? Yes, but listen, I used a new um, hair tool this past week and burnt both of my thumbs. You burnt. I burnt. And you know how, like, when things start to heal, they itch? Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. My my thumbs are itching, and it hurts. <laughs> Uh, on the Twitch stream here, I'm going to have to move your name. I know. You're just sitting so low. I really think, I think that the camera actually needs to be... Lowered? Maybe. We'll figure it out. Because you have it set for you and John, and you and John are... I do, and we're much taller. Uh-huh. That's true. I actually noticed that the whole time earlier. <laughs> so I, I sat like this, and, and now my then, back yeah. hurts. But even then, it's still pretty short, yeah. We'll adjust it. We'll adjust. It's okay. Let's play normal... Uh, we'll each do a round and just see how it goes. Not, not a square. <laughs> you ready? Uh, uh, uh. You ready? You ready? You ready? I'm ready. Name three things that come in a box. 
cereal, Pop-Tarts, mac and cheese. Good job. Got that one. Nailed it. Name three Simpsons characters. Bart, Lisa, Maggie. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. Nailed it. Uh, oh, I did this wrong. <laughs> anyway, we'll just keep... keep oh, well. It's going to mess everything up. Because uh, we do rounds of seven, right? All right, so let's do this. Go back. Five more. Okay. <laughs> uh, name three different exercises. Crunches, planks, running. Biking, running, dancing. <laughs> got it. I don't think this is the same game that we played before. No? Maybe they just had an update. Because this isn't giving, like, the option to skip or whatever, and that would, like, add to your time. Uh, I have the wrong one open. Let me check. So I remember this being different. Oh, it's rapid fire. Uh, that's the game. All right, so you did great, but we're going to start over with a new game. That's fine. <laughs> Like a my bad. Like a warm up round. Okay, yeah. See, this is what I thought. Warm okay. up. <laughs> All right, here we go. Now we're cooking with gas. Here's an ad that you don't want to hear for Coinbase. Don't listen to Bump. them. Listen okay. to my voice. There you go. Ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah, ready. Here we are. Uh huh. Name three jobs at a university. Um, teacher. Recruiter, <laughs> loan officer. <laughs> Name three Disney movies. Uh, Tangled, Frozen, and Cinderella. Name three Winter Olympic events. Oh, skiing, bobsledding, ice skating, figure skating. Name three words that start with X. Xylophone, X-ray. Z- 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 <laughs> Xavier, Xavier. Name three TV channels. Uh, ABC, NBC, Fox. Name three winter activities. Uh, skiing, snowboarding, bobsledding. Name three famous Canadians. Pass. Oh, over. <laughs> <laughs> Val Beret. That's the only one I know. That's uh, Candace Cameron's husband, and he's a hockey Wayne, player. Wayne Gretzky. I mean, come on. Yeah, but I didn't. I couldn't remember his name. Uh, Colin Mockery. He's also Canadian. Oh, Brett okay. Butt from the the little known but incredibly funny Corner Gas. What are you doing? All right, I didn't go. do anything. Here we, go. here we go. Here we go. Name three colors on the flag of USA. Red, white, blue. That's dumb. Name three Star Wars characters. <laughs> Bubba Fett, Yoda, Luke, Skywalker. Name three words that start with S. Sam. Wait. Slip. Slide. Slop. <laughs> <laughs> Name three streets in this city. Uh, Jonquil Park, Maine, Prince. Name three horoscope signs. Aries, Cancer, Libra. Name three finger foods. Uh, petty fours, uh, cookies, uh, little sandwiches. Name three muffins. Uh, blueberry, banana nut, and raspberry. Name three card games. Uh, poker, uno, skippo. Name three math operations. 
plus, minus, uh, and divide. Name three types of white wine. Uh, pass. <laughs> I don't. Lo- so I have three from the other round. Yeah. Uh, no. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that was a different game, and that, not a three had from no the pressure other round. on you. <laughs> three from the other round. One hundred percent. Uh huh. So it was a tie, nine to nine. All right. Well, okay. I'll live with that. You didn't win, so you can't challenge for the title. There we go. I still think you got the easier questions. Why does it? I did. Do yeah, that? you got a couple rough ones, but you also got two that were exactly the same, essentially. Yeah. Winter Olympics and winter activities, and your answers were the same for the most part. For the most part. I didn't say figure skating. That's true. That's true. Um, <laughs> All right, let's take a break right here. When we come back, Tales of Florida, man. Stick around. Hey, everyone. I'm Hector Mirai, and this is Faith and Fandom 180 on LTN Radio. So this past weekend, I went to the first, like, moderate-sized Comic-Con with faith and fandom since the world shut down. You know, the con did all the things to make it as safe as possible. They doubled the convention floor space while not doubling the booths. They spread the vendors out. They required everybody to wear masks and they did all these things. And I honestly thought, you know what? This isn't going to be like a big show. There's not going to be a lot of people. I'm just going to enjoy the travel and minister to whoever I can. A lot of people showed up and not only did a lot of people show up, they showed up with enthusiasm and excitement and genuine joy in a lot of circumstances because they weren't just there for the chance to be like a professional wrestler or a voice actor or to buy some weird anime stuff. They were there for connection. They wanted to see people and interact with people about things that they were passionate about and I was grateful to be able to spread some love and encouragement and the word of God at that situation but what I think we understand as believers is everybody is longing for connection but we long for a connection that can really only be fulfilled in the body of Christ and Romans 1 10 through 12, we see this in my prayers at all times. And I pray that now at last, by God's will, the way may be open for me to come to you. Verse 11 says, I long to see you so that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to make you strong. That is that you and I may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith. I just want to encourage you. We're all longing for this connection. We're all longing to be in others presence. But make sure that when this opportunity presents itself for you, that you do all that you can to not only be encouraged yourself, but that you can encourage those that you interact with. Because when you have that opportunity, you're going to make up for a lot of lost ground. So use your time and words wisely. 
Remember to catch Faith and Fandom 180 every Wednesday morning on the Back Row Morning Show only on LTN Radio. And if you'd like to learn more about Faith and Fandom, head over to faithandfandom.org where you can learn about our Comic-Con ministry, podcasts, memes, apparel, and book series. You can even read new chapters before they make it to the next book. I'm Hector Mirai, and thank you for spending the last 180 seconds with me. Macro Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And today on the show, uh, when it's time to walk away from certain social media. And before we do anything else, I got five random facts for you. Fingernails and hair do not continue to grow after death, despite what you may have heard elsewhere. What actually happens is the body begins to decay and our hair and nails appear to continue to grow when in actuality it's just simply our body shrinking. Shriveling up like a raisin. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guinness World Records has determined the word set as the English word with the most number of different definitions. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense, because I can think of a lot. Uh-huh. Exactly. I thought the exact same thing. I was like, really? Yeah. I have a whole set of ideas. Um. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Credence Clearwater Revival has the most number two billbo- billboard hits without ever hitting number one. In just over a year's time, the band had five number one hits, but nope. or number two <laughs> hits, sorry, but none of them ever saw number one. Wow. Yep. In a study conducted in 2013, researchers found that chewing gum increases your focus, level of concentration, and ability to retain information. Yeah, uh, I remember that. I remember learning that, like, chewing gum helped you remember what you were studying better. Yeah. Uh, which is weird, but it, it could have been a placebo effect, but I swore by it in yeah. high school. <laughs> no, I mean, it. Apparently, it's, it's a real thing. And lastly, the original Superman could leap into tall buildings in a single... I think that was supposed to be onto tall buildings <laughs> um, in a single bound, but didn't actually fly. It wasn't until the 1940s that animators decided routinely drawing him bending his knees would be too difficult. So they equipped him the ability to fly. Yeah. Used to be able to jump. Mm-hmm. And so they, they actually like retconned that into his story where... That's kind of what he learned to do first, like really? leaping long distances and eventually was able to fly. Okay, then. Yeah, they did that in Smallville. I think they did that in the Man of Steel, too, when he was a kid. They see him like leaping fields and getting to school, even though he missed his bus. Huh. Yeah, that kind of stuff. See, and that's why I put that one in there, because I knew that you would... Expound on it? Yeah. In <laughs> Smallville... Uh, the the famous thing was he, he didn't fly. Like, so no tights, no flights. That was the thing they were doing with Smallville. You wouldn't see that in Smallville. This would be be- before that part of Superman's life. And so he just gradually was able to jump longer and longer and higher and higher distances throughout the 10 seasons until in the final episode, he actually flew. Wow. Uh, in okay. the tights. But she didn't even get to see him really in the tights. That was kind of a bummer. Mm. But oh well. What were we talking about? Florida Man. Florida Man. <laughs> today's, today's been the day of the sidetrack so far. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Talked about kindergarten and wound up talking about theater. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, tales of Florida man time. I got some couple Florida man stories for you. First Ow. off, Florida man who posed as immigration lawyer gets 20 year sentence. Oh, good grief. <laughs> A Florida man who poses an immigration lawyer filing hundreds of fraudulent asylum applications and collecting more than $411,000 from unwitting, unwitting clients has been sentenced to more than 20 years in prison. The man, Elvis Harold Reyes, 56, of Brandon, Florida, pleaded guilty in December to charges of mail fraud and aggravated identity theft. Aggravated identity theft. That's when you're mad when you're doing it. Uh, <laughs> sentenced on Monday to serve 20 years and nine months. Uh, from 2016 to 2019, Mr. Reyes, who owned and operated a Christian nonprofit group called EHR Ministries, Inc., portrayed himself as an immigration lawyer, even though he was not licensed as one, according to court documents. A website for the ministry says it helps prepare immigration documents and applications, provides wedding ceremony services, and caters to those that are away from any home church. Um, just a bummer. Mm-hmm. Uh, bummer, bummer. Don't just, you just love it when, when they're setting themselves up as a Christian organization and then just, oh, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. lie and break the law and take all the monies. Yeah. It's just the best. It's the best thing. Mm-hmm. Love it. Next up, Florida man sentenced to more than three years in federal prison for credit card fraud. At theme parks. This is just an interesting reason to steal credit cards. Uh, U.S. District Judge Wendy W. Berger today sentenced Frederick Bernard Lewis, 32-year-old from Fort Lauderdale, to 37 months in federal prison for using unauthorized access devices at theme parks in Orlando. According to court documents, between March 2018 and June 2020, Lewis used stolen credit card numbers belonging to 36 different victims to purchase theme park and hotel packages from Universal Orlando Resort valued at approximately $62,300. Lewis called the Universal Call Center or visited the Universal website to make the fraudulent purchases, each time using a different stolen credit card number. Most of the reservations were made via phone, and to avoid detection, Lewis utilized more than 20 different telephone numbers when calling in to make the reservations. After making a fraudulent purchase, Lewis and his associates would either use the ticket and hotel package or have Universal convert the package to Universal gift cards, which, again, would have to be used at the theme parks in the future. He literally just wanted to keep going to Universal Studios for free. That's his only reason for stealing money is I just want to keep going to this theme park. I want to live at this theme park. thousand dollars worth of money. For real, which is at least four weekends at Orlando. <laughs> With stolen credit cards. I just mean. I mean <laughs> what? There's. You think about the reason people steal money. And you usually want to, I guess you kind of want to think that there's at least some sort of noble reason, like they need to feed their family or they, you know. A weekend at Universal is noble. (laughs) I don't care what you say. But just to essentially live at a theme park for the rest of your life. I mean, come on. Was it really worth it? Is it really worth it? No, it's not. (laughs) It's really, really not. Also, I couldn't help but hear, what's his name? Oh, man, what's his name? From Home Alone, the guy, stolen credit card. I couldn't help but hear him. Uh, Tim Curry. Yes. Stolen credit card. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. Oh, man. 
Not sure. Limousine. Pizza. Cheese. Pizza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a Man. good movie. I love those movies. Is it too early to watch it? Heck no. It's okay. never too early to watch Home Alone. I, 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 I'm there. I watch it at least twice a year. Once at Christmas and once some other time. We Both watch, of them. We watch it at least twice a week at Christmas. <laughs> All right. I think we've talked about how that's one of your big ones. Uh-huh. Uh, so there, there, there were a few. Those were more tame, I guess, Florida man stories uh, than in recent weeks. Uh, but since we started the segment, we've actually seen some crazy stuff. Recently on Reddit, someone started a thread interpreting famous Bible stories as Florida man headlines. I have seen that. And so we're going to we're going to list a few of my favorites here. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, disoriented Florida man found on beach claims to have spent the last three days in the stomach of a large fish. <laughs> Poor Jonah. A Florida man goes on roid rage and kills hundreds with the jawbone of a donkey, gets stripped of his manhood by a Florida stripper. (laughs) Florida man caught with bag containing 200 foreskins of men from his neighboring community. Reports indicate that the same individual who killed local heavyweight celebrity by flinging a pebble at his head several years ago as a teen. (laughs) I'm so grossed out. I mean, it happened, y'all. Florida women fight over baby until Florida man threatens to cut it in half. (laughs) Florida man spends entire night in lion enclosure, emerges the next day unharmed. Florida man whose wife went missing claims she turned into something that looked like bath salts. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and Florida man paints door with sheep's blood, said it was to protect his firstborn son. Neighbors follow suit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty funny. It is. It is. <laughs> it's pretty funny stuff. Uh-huh. And it totally sounds like real headlines from Florida man. Uh, this is the kind of humor that we love. Uh, take church culture and things about our faith that can be genuinely funny and poke fun at it. Um you know, we, we kind of started this this kind of comedy thing with Backrow Baptist on Twitter, at Backrow Baptist, which is no longer my handle. Somebody else is using it poorly. Uh, but our humor path, like, moved to a blog, a YouTube channel, a meme page, a book, a podcast, a collection of party games, a Facebook group, a Twitch channel, a radio morning show, and a radio station. With children's books to come. <laughs> Several of those things are still here. Uh, our party came, uh, games, our book, our morning show slash podcast, our Twitch channel, the occasional meme. But some of those things have also fallen by the wayside. Uh, the Twitter account uh, that started at all was put to rest last year. The meme page was rebranded for the morning show. Uh, the blog has been long gone now. The radio station, once known as Back Row Radio, uh, has just celebrated six months since being folded into Love Thy Nerd, uh, an umbrella under which it has expanded greatly so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the only thing not updated there is our Facebook group, which is Back Row Baptist Church, which you know we've been running for a couple years now, but... It really took off in 2019 and just kept accelerating during the pandemic as people needed to fill their time uh, and laugh their blues away. Mm -hmm. Uh, And for the longest time, it was a blast. Uh, And we still know quite a few people who love the group and participate daily. Uh, but as the group has grown, uh, and it should hit about 9,000 members this week, it has become unwieldy. Uh, and we have decided it's time to put it to an end. Mm. 
So we're gonna take a quick break, but when we come back, we're gonna talk about why we're closing the Facebook group and more broadly discuss when we as believers should make decisions such as this on social media. Stick around. We here at LTN Radio know that not everybody is nerdy in the same ways. You might find yourself in a situation where you hear a word or phrase that you've never seen before and have no idea what it means. Well, have no fear. We're here to help. Today's term is Enderman. The Enderman is one of the weirder mobs in Minecraft, a mob being virtually any living creature in the game. Some mobs are passive, such as horses and chickens, while others can be very hostile, such as creepers. But the Enderman is tall, thin, and enters the game in pairs, and typically pick up and place blocks at random. They can be a hazard to structures built by a player because they dismantle your shelters. Traditionally neutral, the Enderman don't attack unless they're attacked, or unless you provoke them by staring at them for too long, at which point they'll give you the business, and then teleport away until they're killed or neutralized. In the end, it's probably best to just leave them be, let them do what they're going to do, and then go on with their lives. I'm Radio Mad, and I hope I've made your life just a little bit nerdier. the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And today we're laying our Facebook group to rest. And let's get right back to it. Uh, we began talking in our last segment about our Facebook group, Back Row Baptist Church, and how it's been a fantastically fun group for most of its existence. Uh, but we believe that it has run its course. Uh, so let's first go over what the goal was. To be uh, it was to be the opposite of most Christian meme groups. Mm-hmm. What makes me very sad about the internet is how poorly Christians treat each other and especially treat non-believers. We pick fight over fights over the littlest things, dying on hills not worthy of dying on, insulting people who disagree with us like their disagreement was a personal insult to us. Mm-hmm. And so when we started the group, we developed four back row Baptist church commandments and they have been clarified over time, but essentially they're the same as they've always been. Uh, number one, thou shalt not be a turd, which we took from Chris Pratt. Yes. (laughs) With that wonderful speech he gave. I don't remember where it was. Was it the kids choice awards? Something like that. Something. But that was, he had like, 10 rules for life or whatever. And that was one of them. Mm -hmm. Don't be a turd. Yep. Uh, To clarify, please don't intentionally upset people or make them feel like garbage. Don't insult people. Don't assume everyone agrees with you and get offended when they don't. Don't ruin the fun. Just laugh. Number two, thou shalt only post Christian humor. This is a Christian humor group made specifically for that purpose. No posts that aren't intended to be funny. No posts not from church culture. No self-promotion, fundraising, etc. Keep it clean. That just comes with the territory. Right. Number three, thou shall have a thick skin. The nature of the group guarantees you'll get offended at some point. If the post is in good humor, don't be a weenie. If you think something is truly offensive, report it to an admin. No rude comments. And thou shalt not be so dang serious. Mm -hmm. Read this carefully. This group is for fun and laughter. It is not a place to get political, legalistic, or persnickety. 
Don't comment overly serious, sad, or angry messages on a joke. No debates, in all caps. Mm-hmm. As time went on, we had to add a few guidelines, but for the most part, these rules have remained the same. And for the longest time, we rarely had a problem. The occasional heated debate or meme that went too far, but those that were quickly dealt with. However, once we hit 5,000, I think, in my opinion, that was about the turning point. Things started to get far out of hand. Like, it didn't matter how many moderators we added. There was just no keeping up with it. Yeah. Uh, And as more and more people joined, which, just to be clear, we were overjoyed. So many people wanted to join in on the fun. Most of us were. Most of us. But being able to monitor comments and uh, reports got harder and harder. And at this point, 95% of our time, I'd say, that we spend in the group, we're just having to enforce rules. Yeah. And they're rules that everybody who adjoins agrees to. Like, you're supposed to read this stuff. It's not a, it's not an, uh, an Apple terms of service thing. It's four rules. Read mm-hmm. them. That's, <laughs> read them and agree with them. If you don't like the rules, don't join the group. That's, that's, that's an easy thing. Um, but honestly, it's becoming toxic. I'm not sure it's there yet and it's, and it's ever so slowly, but the writing is on the wall. Mm -hmm. It's only going to get worse and not better. And so that's brought us to where we are today. Mm -hmm. Anything you want to add about the group? Like what, what have you thought about the time before we hit 5,000? Oh, the time before we hit 5,000 was just. Truthfully, it was just this fun, one of the highlights of my Facebook day, hopping on and just finding these out of nowhere, humorous twists on Christian culture. Yeah. You know, and quite honestly, so much of Christian culture is taken seriously by those of us in it. Absolutely. You know, it's. It's nice to kind of have that outlet of being able to see the funny side of things and to remember that things don't have to be serious all the time. Absolutely. I mean, humor is a gift from God. uh, mm -hmm. And we should use that. Sure. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 100%. It's healing. If you don't believe that, just look at Matt, guys. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Just look at me? Yeah. Like laugh at, at what I look like. Exactly. I'm just kidding. No kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I was going to say, look at the platypus, but that joke's been it's, yeah, played out that's at this dead, point. That's a dead meme right there. Yeah. See, so, okay, <laughs> this is where I was going It for so long. And I want to say it was, it was a few years that we had a really good run where things were funny, mm-hmm. you know, things... I don't really even remember there being any hot button topics, anything. People just knew the rules. They followed the rules. They were there for fun. And it was just a good time. And then we started to have to kill memes Mm -hmm. (laughs) because they started to get replayed if you will just, yeah the Ad same nauseam. ones yeah over and over and that's there's, as our there's numbers so many there's only so many moses was the first person to download uh something on his tablet from the yeah. cloud memes that you yes. can post exactly. so many jesus came in his honda accord memes that yes. we can tolerate uh-huh <laughs> Before it's like, okay, I've seen this one 1,700 times already. 
you know, and that started to happen as our numbers really started to grow at an increasing rate. Yeah. You know, people just started to reshare things, wanting to be a part of the fun and, you know, yeah. and so they're resharing things that they realize they didn't realize had been shared which at even, least half a dozen times already. Yeah, which even then, as long as there was enough space in between each time it was shared, we usually just approved it. Right. It's like, if it's happening three or four times in a week, though, Yeah. This is that's when we get a problem, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's about that time that, you know, I think Kevin was our biggest voice of close the group. <laughs> Don't let anybody else in. No one else is allowed to and come in. Looking back on it, honestly... I probably would have at that point. Yeah. I probably would have closed the group at that point. But the only reason I don't think I ever wanted to make it a private or a closed group is because part of the fun was you'd see this funny meme and you could share it directly to your friends. Yeah. Which you can't do with a private or a closed group. The With those, everything just stays within the group. But now looking back from where I'm at mentally here, I totally would have done that. Well, and two, can I just say one of the things that I loved about the group from the beginning, even up until now, is it's always been inclusive. Mm -hmm. You know, regardless of your background, yes, the name is Backrow Baptist Church, but regardless of your background, your denomination, that was never a question yeah. that you had to answer in order to join the group. There were literally two questions to answer. And one word answers would yeah. suffice. Just to know? prove you're not a robot. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. That is all. Will you read the rules? Are you a robot? <laughs> that is it. So it's not. And I loved that because so much of Christian culture can seem exclusive. Yeah. You know, it can feel really clicky and. Like, if you don't know what they're talking about, if you don't know what this group is referencing, then you're not a part. Yeah. And so while I wanted the numbers to stop growing, because <laughs> I knew that also meant trouble, um, I never wanted it to be a closed group hmm. because I never wanted it to come across as this inclusive group of Christians who you can't be a part of. Excl yeah. Yeah. Exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I meant. Thank um, you. Yeah, and I and, and and that's part of it too. Uh, we wanted to be welcoming, and I know that there's there's probably some of you listening who are saying nine thousand is not a lot, right? In a small group. You're right compared to to many other meme groups. Uh, some have se several 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 more thousand people in them than mm -hmm. ours. But also go look at the comment sections of those mean groups. That's the thing. They they're unruly. They There's don't no... have the standard at mm -hmm. which you want to remain mm -hmm. and you want to uphold and you know, it's your group, so you get to say that. Right. So like in those other groups, it's essentially the goal now to rile up the comments. You'll see a lot of memes that are posted specifically to get people in the comments to go nuts. And I think that's the wrong mindset to mm -hmm. go into this. That's making humor uh, divisive, mm -hmm. and that's not what we want. We wanted inclusive humor. Uh, we talked about self-deprecation last week, and that's kind of what what I meant 
when I was talking about, we want self-deprecating humor. We want humor that's focused inward. We don't want to make fun of atheists. We don't want to make fun of Mormons. We don't want to make fun of other people. We want to poke fun at the funny things about churches and church culture. Not not hating them, not not belittling them, but pointing out the things that are genuinely funny, genuinely yeah. uh, humorous issues that have come up. And that's, for the most part, we've been able to do. Mm-hmm. Even now, for the most part, we're able to stick with that. But it's the comment section thing that drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. So this decision to, to leave the group, uh, definitely not an easy one to make, because this has been one of our favorite avenues for a long, long time. One of the only things that keep me going to Facebook, honestly. Um, we've devoted a lot of our time and effort to this group and the people in it. But when it comes to social media, when things start to get toxic, you you have to leave or you start to become toxic yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's why I closed the back row Baptist Twitter account as well. Retiring the character. Twitter has become a toxic dumpster fire. We say that all the time too. Uh, even Christian humor accounts were not immune from that. And a few still try to hang on, but many more have uh, done as I did and retired their characters. Uh, I have also drastically reduced my interactions on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have unfollowed most people and pages, so I don't have a feed to really stream through. Uh, I no longer post on my personal wall. Uh, I've limited my interactions to the few groups that I'm a part of and the few pages that I run and about five people or less. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these are not decisions that I regret, but I but don't hear me saying that because of this, I consider myself holier than thou. In fact, I almost consider it a failing of mine. Because I could not participate in social media like I used to because I could not rein in my emotions and my reactions when the loudest voices on social media stood against what I believed in. Mm-hmm. Even I have broken my own rules in Back Row Baptist Church on occasion because it's hard not to argue back. It's hard not to to uh, slap the finger in your face out of your face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So while you may have heard me explaining this topic as like a judgment on others, in reality, it's a judgment on myself. The right time to leave a portion or a sector of social media is not when everyone around you has become toxic, but when you cannot trust yourself to not add to the toxicity. Mm -hmm. When you find that you cannot scroll on, when you think that you have to argue back, when you think that a debate will change any minds, that's when you are slipping into a toxic pattern of behavior. Mm -hmm. And so I see Bagro Baptist Church has become just this thing that I have to monitor, this thing that I have to babysit Mm -hmm. just so it adheres to the rules and stops being toxic to the point where it's making me hate the group Yeah, at times. Mm -hmm. I have voiced uh, several times to our moderator group, I'm just ready to shut the whole thing down. I cannot take another day like this, cannot take another reaction like this have people announcing their departures from the group because they don't agree with quote unquote censorship when it's not censorship, when it's you breaking the rule that you agreed to and me deleting your breaking of the rule. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's, it's just, it's, it's difficult. Mm -hmm. It's difficult to do that and remain in a good headspace. What really convinced me to start heading down this path is the fact that not only did it become a chore every time I had to, you know, go through the group, but it would ruin my day many, many times. Mm-hmm. 
Like I'd be having an absolutely fine day. I run through the group for a little bit. I see three or four posts that have just lost control and I have to sit there deleting things, kicking members out, doing all kinds of stuff. And I'm done. And I'm like, I feel like garbage. Yeah. This is the worst. This is not happy. This is not fun Mm -hmm. anymore. It's not what we wanted it to be. Yeah. And yeah, go ahead. And the whole, the whole purpose, Ooh, the whole purpose behind your original four commandments and, you know, asking the questions was so that you didn't have to rule the page like a dictator. Right. You know, and that's what it's become. Right. It's become me having to be almost a dictator just to enforce the rules that everyone's agreed to already. Right. Right. And, and so I'm perceived as this. It's it's like posts will come along. Wonder how long before Matt closes the the comments on this post, yeah. which at first was funny, but now it's become a running thing. Of, uh, well, we started a debate. It's going to happen soon. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be viewed like that. I don't yeah. want to be viewed as some some cosmic killjoy for this group. Well, and why not be <laughs> able to then say, "Hold up, guys. Okay." This became something that it wasn't supposed to be. Let's turn it around. Message me in. Because that, that's something that's even said in our right. roles. We if say you, that all the time. If you want to keep doing this. Yeah. If you want to talk. Go to private. Exactly. Private message each other. Because we're not against having those hard conversations. Absolutely not. Yeah. You know, and it really getting honest with conviction. That's something that I'm, I want to encourage fellow believers to do, you know, why do you believe the things that you believe? Let's challenge that. Is, is it something that you can back with scripture or is it just an opinion? Right. You know, um, but the comment section of a post is not the place to do that. Absolutely. You know, the only thing that that's going to do is cause up even more, um, arguments. Mm -hmm. It's going to bring in more people. And you're going to feel validated in your side of the argument with the more likes or responses in, you know, in agreement with you that you receive instead of seeing the other person's perspective, Mm -hmm. you know, and trying to take that into consideration. So (laughs) all of that to be said, when we have these very easy, very simple, very loving rules and they're being purposefully what feels like sometimes yeah disregarded it gets really hard to not take it personally mm-hmm. you know it gets really hard even not i feel like you are the face of Backrow Baptist Church i like to look at our our mods and our admins as like the church staff you know <laughs> um matt is our pastor Far from it, but our yeah. our fearless leader, <laughs> you know, and we may have a, um, we may carry the title of Baptist, but apparently we sit somewhere in one of those those church beliefs that allows women to be pastors as well. Because I'm the associate pastor. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you being like the head of the head of this all, I know that you kind of tend to wear the emotion. A little more so. Mm. But even I get to the point where I'm like, this is driving me bananas. Yeah. It's I'm taking it personally. I'm feeling personally attacked and not just the one time that I was actually <laughs> personally attacked. 
but I'm feeling personally attacked and like just personally disregarded. Yeah. You know, like you come into my house and I ask you to take your shoes off, but instead of taking your shoes off, you stomp through the mud before you come in and then stomp all over my floor. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of what it feels like yeah. at this point. You know the rules, you agree to them, totally disregard them. And in a way, I think this, uh, to expound upon this a bit, I think this is partially due to 2020. Oh, yes, 100%. The, the kind of political mindset that, that a lot of like, conservative Christians have. Because mm-hmm. you know, that's been a problem. We've seen censorship become a big thing in social media. Which uh, is not cool, is worrisome. Mm-hmm. But then they take those ideas, which a lot of a lot of people are very gung ho about voicing those things of like I should be able to give my my rude butt opinion anytime I want because I'm a free American mm-hmm. kind of thing. Of speech, and they bring that into this setting where mm-hmm. they have agreed to a set of rules to live by, but. They have this mindset of, I'm going to do what I want because I'm a free American. Mm-hmm. And so they're just like, well, whatever. I'm not going to follow those rules. Well, then don't, then don't join. Yeah. There are a thousand other mean groups that will welcome you and your angry tirades. Yeah. Uh, but we couldn't convince people of that. Uh, like the last post that I made, I think, the last like administrative post, which throughout the years have been generally very kind and loving. Yeah. Like, hey, just a quick reminder, guys. If this show this uh, this happens, just just scroll on by. Or if you really have a problem, just you know, message us and we'll deal with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we and don't those were few and far between. Very few and far between. Yeah. Then, <laughs> like all my most recent ones are like, okay, look, starting right now, if this happens again, I'm kicking you out. I'm not asking any questions. Yeah. And that is not the kind of person I want to be. That's not the kind of spirit that I normally have. But it's getting to the point where I just can't take it. I cannot take it. And it's bi-weekly, guys. Yeah, I cannot take the the deliberate, regular flaunting of the rules that are only there designed to keep this a fun, lighthearted place. Yeah. And escape from all the arguing and all the garbage and all the politics and everything else out there. We just want to have a laugh. Yeah. And we can't do that because Mm -hmm. social media is toxic. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to add? Because <laughs> um, I feel like I'm going to get heated again. Don't. There's no reason. To I get know, heated. and I don't. I'm more. Okay, just let me explain. I'm mad that we're closing it. Yeah. I don't want to close it, but I'm at the point where I know it cannot get any better, and that means my reactions aren't going to get any better. Yeah. My policing of it is not going to get any better. And it's just going to be now 100%. I'm clinging. I've been clinging to this last 5% of it where I'm actually having fun for months. But it's going to be just 100% me doing this for no money, mind you. This is the, I'm not getting paid for this either. Why would I put myself through this kind of torture for free? It's just one more thing. <laughs> so I just... I, I hate it. I hate that we have to close it. I really do. But I, I feel like it's it's the the best decision at this time. So funny story in the same regard. When you texted and asked, hey, I need your honest opinion. 
Is keeping BRBC open worth it to you anymore? Do you think we should end it? Um, my answer was, my first thought is no. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. Well, I was in the middle of, okay, that was at 530 on Thursday. What was I doing? I don't remember. Possibly cooking dinner. In the middle of something where I couldn't sit down and y'all actually. Were, y'all were having a family night, as, uh, as Topher says. He is correct. Because he wanted to stream. And then he got on Discord and said, hey, I won't be streaming. My mom wants a family night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody heard the tone <laughs> in that. Um, so I couldn't sit down and actually type out a response like I typically would. <laughs> yeah. It's not common that I give you just a one-sentence response, especially to something like that's true. Like this. Um, so really... What I was getting at was, no, don't close it down. Oh, and I misinterpreted what you were saying. This, to me, was validation that this is what God wants us to do, to be totally honest. And that's hard for me to say because through this group, I feel like I've found so many family members that I would have never found. Absolutely. You know, there are so many people that I consider friends Mm -hmm. through this group. And so it is incredibly difficult thinking about shutting it down and just ending it all together. But I know that given, okay, I know that everything happens for a time and a reason and a purpose everything. You sent me that message purposely at a time where I didn't have a time or have the time to sit down and write a response. You may not have realized it, but God knew. Mm. God also knew that had I sat down and actually thought it out, I would have given you a thousand reasons to say, no, Matt, we need to stick this out. Who cares about all those people? We're doing something good, right? But after you sent the following response of, so you'd be okay with shutting it down. And I looked at my phone and I was like, that's not what I said. And I looked at it and I looked at it and I was like, okay. I all of a sudden had this piece Hmm. that I had, you joked about it. You have been joking about it for months now, shutting it down. And every time that you joke about it, I'm like, not funny. Don't say things like that. We're not shutting it down. No, it's not happening. All of a sudden, I had this peace that I had never felt every time you would make a joke. Every other time, I would get defensive and get upset and get kind of sad and, Mm -hmm. you know. So I know 100%, with 100% certainty, that it's time to walk away. It's time to say, you know what, guys? It's been fun. It really has. It's been a blast. And we hope that you take away as many good memories as we're going to take away. But at this point, the memories are no longer good. The memories we're making are not healthy. They're not honoring of God. If anything, it's reflecting poorly on us and all the while kind of turning us into the Christians that we never wanted to be. You know, those Christians that we kind of stand up against and say, no, we're not going to act like that. Yeah. 
You know, there's a whole reason that we wanted to be inclusive because there's a whole heck of a lot of Christians that aren't, Mm -hmm. you know, and that I think that is the biggest reason why non-believers refuse to accept that God is good, that God is loving because the people who claim to know him and love him aren't really good and loving most of the time, you know, and that was our goal from the beginning to be good and loving and funny. (laughs) Have fun. Yeah. Laugh. And it's just not that anymore. Yeah. Sadly, the voices of those who are opposite of what we want are louder. Like usual. (laughs) Typically seems to happen. And so at this point, we just need to say, we're done, guys. That's it. Yeah. And uh, for those of you listening, this is kind of new information for me. I didn't know that. I didn't know that I had misinterpreted what you said. Uh, I, I took it as confirmation of, okay, if Mo's, if Mo thinks it's time, I think it's time too. Yeah. Uh, so I agree with you that <laughs> that was likely planned in order to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, let me, uh, let me see if I can pull something up here while we're here. Okay. Um, Facebook has changed all the junk around again. <laughs> um, I also can't help but think that, you know, ah, here we go. that post from, from way back when, you know, just a month or so ago, <laughs> was like the the diving board to all of this. Mm. It was all my fault. <laughs> it wasn't. That was the point. Uh, so we've had, uh, quite a few people that have been super active over the last, uh, couple years or so, um, several that are brand new, but in this list, but we have our top contributors here. Um, and the ones that I recognize as being around for a long time, we have Jeff Price, mm-hmm. Stephen Young, yeah. Luke Williams, Monique Crandon, uh, Frank Farrell's relatively new, but he's been super active. Yeah. Very nice guy. Mark Winter. And uh, our number one, consistently, I think, since the very beginning, he was one of our first members mm-hmm. and just post meme on meme on meme. And they're always, always funny. I don't, th- I think of the thousands of memes he's shared, I think I've had to decline maybe a dozen. Uh, and most yeah, of that is just because they've been repetitive. But but for the most part, they've been brand new or just friggin' hilarious. He also comments a lot. He likes a lot. He engages a lot. He's a very uh, very funny guy. And, then, and it's been a good set of eyes for us. Yeah. Not even an, a mod, a moderator or an admin or anything. Just no. there to help. Uh, that's John Whaley, our mm-hmm. consistent number one. Yeah. People have tried to take that throne from him. Uh, it's never happened. No. Nope. It's never happened. Um, we do want to thank our mods, uh, Tori Ritter, Tony, Tony Ritter. Why do I keep doing that? I don't know. Tony Ritter, uh, Scott Duran, Kevin Wellborn, um, Derek, Derek Simonis. I never know how to pronounce his last name. Um, I think of anybody else. You, Uh, of course. I'm double checking. 
Yeah, Kevin, Derek, Tony, Scott, myself, and and you. Yeah. yeah. So those those have been our mod teams. They've been doing uh, well. Everybody but Kevin's been doing a really good job. <laughs> Kevin said from Kevin's been clear from the beginning. I ain't gonna be doing much, but I'll I'll be there if you need. I'll I'll be a voice of reason, I guess. Yeah, uh, but it's been really fun, and uh, it's not closing yet. Uh, we will we will leave it open until the first of the month. Um, and then we're going to archive it. So you'll still be able to, if you're a member of it, you'll still be able to check out all the memes, go through them. There's thousands of them in the archive now. Um, and, uh, if you want to take up the mantle, take up the, the ball and start your own group that tries to be the antithesis to the other Christian meme groups out there where you can just have fun, more power to you. And I hope you're stronger willed than we are. <laughs> um, but, uh, just to, to end this segment, I do want to share with you a clip from a buddy of the show, uh, Honest Youth Pastor, where he lets off on a, a bit of a rant on Christians posting nasty comments uh, in social media. So enjoy this. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Michael from the Honest Youth Pastor. How you doing? Hey, got a couple of things that I want to tell you. I just need to say it so that you hear me. Hey, the comment section is not for you to call other people names. You know, it's hard. It's hard for you to understand that. But it's for, like, discussion. Discussion. You know, like, intellectual conversation back and forth where one person makes a valid point and then the other person makes a valid point. Like, do you, you have that in real life, don't you? I mean, surely you're not going to go up to somebody in real life and be like, Hey, you idiot, you're the dumbest piece of who I ever saw in my life. But yet you do it online. I mean, you do remember what Matthew chapter 12, verse 36 says, right? Let me remind you. It says... I tell you, on the day of judgment, people will give an account for every careless word they speak. Jesus said that. Now again, understandably, context is important, but he's pretty clear that on the day of judgment, every person, that's you and me. And I don't think he's going to give a loophole for the fact that we typed it. <laughs> ha! I mean, can you imagine God sitting and be like, well, I was going to, I was, you know, for the stuff you typed in text, it doesn't count. Just the things you said. Not even the things you thought. So just, here's my plea to you. Be nice. Please be nice. Just be nice. Why aren't you being nice? Because you know why? You are a ambassador for Christ everywhere you go. That includes the comment section of Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. So next time you think about popping off a comment, how about you sit down and think, hmm, I'm going to have to answer to God one day for this. I wonder if this is a good idea. Have a nice day. All right, we're going to take one more break. Don't go anywhere because when we come back, we'll share something that we love. More Backroom Morning Show to come. Stick around. What's up, nerd? You digging this podcast? Well, the audio enjoyment doesn't end there. Visit LTNOnAir.com and make LTN Radio your new go-to for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie, as well as our exclusive LTN shows and podcasts, some of which air on the station before they're available anywhere else. Visit LTNOnAir.com to listen now and find the link to our app. Now back to the show. Back to the Back Row Morning Show as things are winding down for the day. But first, we're going to share some things that we love this week. Uh, and first, we want to say that we love Back Row Baptist Church. We love what it was and in many ways what it still is. We love the people who um, have posted memes and shared their creations and laughs and encouraged each other. 
And it has truly been a fun ride. And when the group closes on May 1st, it'll be archived and preserved. Uh, and secondly, we love the Love Thy Nerd community Facebook group. Uh, we've been fully embraced by Love Thy Nerd since being folded into their ministry and podcast network. And they have truly become our new internet family. We would love for those of you in Back Row Baptist Church who want to keep interacting with us to join, <coughs> getting choked up, getting verklempt, to join the Love Thy Nerd community Facebook group. And if you're so inclined, the LTN Discord at lovethynerd.com slash discord. Mm-hmm. Mo, let's end with our verse for the day. Verse for the day is 1 Corinthians 10, 24. Let no one seek his own good, but the good of his neighbor. And that's going to do it for our show today. Be sure to check out all of what we do online at lovethynerd.com. We've got amazing articles on all things nerdy, as well as this show, LTN Radio, and our other podcasts and videos. If you'd like to directly support our mission and become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, and specifically with LTN Radio, then please visit lovethynerd.com slash partner, and you can find LTN Radio in the drop-down menu. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible. Make sure you're following us on all the socials at at the back row LTN, at LTN on air, and at Love Thy Nerd. And, you know, until the first, the Back Row Morning Show has its own Facebook group community for Christian humor, Back Row Baptist Church. So search us out and join in on the fun. Lastly, remember that we air first exclusively on LTN Radio, ltnonair.com, every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern with an encore at 10 a.m. But if you miss a day or just can't catch the show live, find the Back Row Morning Show podcast version on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, pretty much anywhere that has podcasts. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review. All that helps us out immensely. Join us tomorrow morning for Back Row Rewind as Matt and I ask the question. Dang it. No, we're not doing that one. We're doing the one that you wanted to do. Are you oversaved? Oh. We had to change it on the script. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. So All we're right. doing that one. Yay. Mo, final thought. Friends are friends forever when the Lord's the Lord of them. <laughs> Cue Michael W. Smith. Right. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise that it's true. Jesus loves you, nerd. Come on.